0: This episode is brought to you by GetMobileID by GetGroup North America, the smart choice for ID implementations. Put citizens in control with GetMobileID, fully ISO compliant 18013-5 and surpasses ANVA guidelines. Learn more at getgroupna.com. Welcome to ANVAcast, bringing news, information, and expertise to the ANVA community. Here's your host, Ian Grossman. Enjoy the show. Welcome
1: back, everyone. This week, I am pleased to welcome to the AmvaCast a return guest, but in a new role. Christina Boardman, the administrator of the Wisconsin DMV, is now the chair of the Amva Board, having just been sworn in a few days ago. Christina, welcome back to the AmvaCast. Good morning, Anne. Thank you so much. I guess I should now say Chair Boardman. <laughs> welcome, to, welcome to the AmvaCast. <laughs> yes. So uh, this is exciting, kicking off a year as uh, as chair of the board.
0: It is exciting. It has been um it was such a great year with Chrissy as chair. I feel like I learned so much. Um, so that's definitely a tough act to follow, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but um, there's lots of exciting stuff going on with ANVA, and I'm really excited to get involved on new topics, see new areas, and so it should be a great year. So well, let's let's start right there. I mean,
1: I, I think we want everyone to learn about your background and who you are. But you mentioned the topics that make you excited to be chair, exciting to be a time in the community. Uh, What's, what are the first top two that jump to your mind when you think about, okay, this is a community of constant change, constantly evolving, uh, and now I get to be part, you've been part of the board, but now in this leadership role of the governing board of the organization?
0: I think um, a few things get me excited. One is making sure from a DMV perspective that we have the best records for helping law enforcement. And so Mm. having more and more states joining Drive Our History Record with a state-to-state system is very exciting. I feel like this is something the community has wanted for Tens of years, you yes, know, yeah, really yeah, quite absolutely. a long time, and for it now to be out there and to have states start exchanging this information, it's a it's a big deal, and I think it will have a positive impact on highway safety. Having those records out there and and hopefully taking away those licenses when they need to be taken away. Um, the other issue is, of course, with mobile driver's licenses. Um, I think. AMVA is is getting involved in new ways with the Digital Trust Service and working with relying parties and the jurisdictions to really figure out you know, we're in this together. We need an interoperable solution. We want to make sure it is trusted. And so the work that's going into that effort, I think, should be very exciting in mm-hmm. the next year. Mm-hmm.
1: So and the board had some good conversations around not only digital trust service, but identity management last week, uh, just prior to the to the annual conference. Is there more you could share with our, our listeners in terms of the, the trajectory that you know, AMVA is now on, and as you sit as chair of the board, that folks may want to be aware of in addition to this the development of the trust service
0: yeah identity management is a big deal yeah. and we all know that DMVs have a evol- long evolved past you know just making sure people are safe to drive yeah. that um, the identity is important and that identity is being used in new ways not only to just you know show your picture to say this is who I say I am but now in a Um, an online world. How do we authenticate who is doing business online, especially when it's something as significant as your driver licensing product? So um, looking into that identity and managing that in new ways and and recognizing your identity is a public good, and DMVs are in the best position to protect that and um, set up the framework to share that. It is a new role for AMVA um, going forward, and I think the mobile driver's license, the way, um, you know, lots of online retailers want to make sure that they're doing business with sure. the right person. Um, it, it It is a kind of a, a bold new step forward, yeah. but it's, it's necessary. And I think the
1: exciting piece in terms of the shifting role of AMBA, it gets to the, what could otherwise be each jurisdiction left on their own to have to expand explore and develop versus the power of the collective voice
0: exactly we are all stronger together um, we all have plenty of responsibilities and, and those that we can collaborate on um, that's when we're at our best mm-hmm. and knowing that interoperability is a is a key feature of these licenses and so knowing that we're kind of taking a um, a collective path forward together um, I think will be. Yeah. It will be important. In a similar
1: nature and on the kind of the other side of the digital transformation fence, um, an area I know that's near and dear to your heart in the vehicle space and you know the future of where the board is going to go around continuing, it's been more than a decade that we've been talking about what could be an electronic title. And again, here we are at another fork in the road, really at the precipice of what could be another major development in that space.
0: Yeah, moving forward on e-titling is extremely important to me. It's something that we've long wanted, and I feel like over the pandemic it just became that much more clear that if we weren't dealing with paper, the work that we were doing in an online fashion would be so much easier. So I think we have some education for the public. Many states are already doing um, you know, having electronic titles if there's a lien holder. So we just need to take that next step and educate the public on that. We're also at an interesting point where the shared system that we use, NIMVITIS, we're going to be going through a modernization. There's a user group talking about that. Um, so there is this database that has you know all this information about the vehicles that are out there. Is this an opportunity to tie something to that so that we can facilitate state to state title transfers in an electronic environment? Mm.
1: So what makes you excited to be chair of the board? I mean, certainly these topics are exciting, but as an administrator, you're already knee deep in, in the topics. Uh, how does that hat and roll shift in being a board member or even chair of the board? That's different than what's already fundamental, which is your day job of be, of running, you know, a massive agency.
0: I'm very excited because I've been very involved within my own region. I've been involved on the board as a whole, but um, I'm very excited to visit the other regions and understand mm-hmm. how they do business. While well, we have several collective goals um, we are all independent states and so we have different systems and we have different staffing solutions and the opportunity to learn from that met- that you know more people as we go forward i think will be exciting speaking of you know
1: visiting with other regions visiting with other people you know it's becomes a tableside conversation if you will we know that AMBA expects a lot of their chairs, particularly as it relates to being out, visiting, being the primary ambassador. Does the travel schedule scare you, excite you? You know, how do you feel about that? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. both.
0: Um, And I've talked it over with, you know, my boss at the Wisconsin Department of Transportation, and he's like, I'm not worried. We'll get through it. So it's nice to have that endorsement locally. But yeah, it is a little daunting. It's definitely more travel than I'm used to, but... I, you know, if we take it one day at a time, one yeah. week at a time, um, there are gonna be places that I've never been before, and and that's yeah. exciting. And again, connecting with people that I've never met before on these shared topics will be great.
1: Now you've made sure with your boss that they're good with you being away. Have you spoken with your team that they know you know you're not gonna be around and you know how they're gonna have to you know carry carry the weight a little bit extra maybe We have
0: talked about around. it, and I have the best team, and they have all, independently come forward and just said, you know, just let us know what you need. We're all in this together. We understand you're going to be pulled in new ways mm-hmm. and we're all going to have to take on different tasks to make sure everything gets done. So I'm I'm very, very lucky to be surrounded by great people yeah. in Wisconsin. Well, speaking about
1: great people in Wisconsin, and the fact that, you know, you said you've been on the board for a while, you've been involved in Region 3, you're a past president of Region 3, Um, you're not a newcomer to the DMV itself. You've got, you know, nearly 15 years with the Wisconsin DMV, right?
0: Yes, I came to DMV in 2007, Mm. Um, so that is quite a while ago. I started my career, um, I've always been with the state of Wisconsin. So I started in state government in 1995. Um, I worked for 10 years for the Wisconsin State Legislature, which was great fun to Mm -hmm. see how that process works. Um, When I worked for the legislature, one of the committees that I clerked was the Department of the the Assembly Committee on Transportation. Mm -hmm. And so... I took a special interest in those topics because they do touch everyone. In that time, we were talking about 0.08 and primary seatbelt mm-hmm. enforcement. And when you work for the legislature, you sort of have to be a quick study on a variety of yeah. topics. But I'm like, you know, this is the stuff that interests me. I think I want to um, really develop a, a deeper understanding on these topics. So then I started looking for a job at the Department of Transportation. So... I got in with the Department of Transportation in 2006 and quickly transitioned to um, to be within the Division of Motor Vehicles. So when I started with the Division of Motor Vehicles, I was in the Bureau of Field Services, which is managing our 89 service centers across the state. Mm-hmm. And that, too, was a great way to quickly understand you know, what the DMV is responsible for, the mm-hmm. importance of customer service, the importance of just operational management, and when there's law changes, the direct impact that has on the staff that are working across the counter and making sure that, you know, there's a definite change management process that yeah. that needs to go through, whether it's systems or just communications, but again, lucky to have great people in Wisconsin. So it's it's been a learning experience along the way. Spent five years in the Bureau of Field Services. I was the deputy administrator for three years, mm-hmm. and then I've been in the administrator's office as administrator since 2016.
1: So it's it's hard to believe that you've already been administrator for for six years. It feels like feels like yesterday. So I to speak. know it. Yes, yeah. Yeah. yes.
0: Time goes by fast. The older I get, so yeah.
1: <laughs> and before so take me back uh, before the legislature in in 95, the Christina Boardman origin story uh, is that uh, that's. One of your first jobs out of school in 95, working for the legislature.
0: It was. I graduated from college in 1995. From where? um, Augustana College in Rock Island, Illinois. Degree in political science and philosophy and always enjoyed state government. And at that point, you know... I just marched myself around the Capitol and dropped off resumes in paper yeah. format. And here we are talking about electronic titles sure. and mobile DL. So sure. yeah, back in the olden days, you know, <laughs> I had a chalkboard and, you know, so, yeah. um, so that was a, a great way to get involved, especially I, I, I chose Wisconsin. So I grew up in you're Illinois.
1: Okay. So you're from Illinois originally. Yep.
0: And, um, I grew up in Illinois. I went to school in Illinois, but, um, my husband and i as we were looking for jobs said you know let's figure out where we want to live before we start focusing on jobs and um really we're attracted to wisconsin especially madison in that it has um it's a university atmosphere Mm -hmm. um it's the in madison specifically yes um it's the the capital of wisconsin Mm -hmm. so you have all of that state government that's there and it's beautiful and it's built within two, you know, on an isthmus between two lakes. Um, and it just was very different from what we grew up with, um, in Illinois. And so, yeah, I've, I've passed the halfway point. I've been in Wisconsin longer than Illinois. Um, Uh still have family in Illinois, love Illinois. But, um, yeah, I chose Wisconsin, and, and I'm really happy to have been able to work for the state for this long.
1: Now, growing up in Illinois, were you always surrounded by this idea of government and public service, or is that something you found on your own as you went to university and trying to decide your professional path?
0: I grew my mom was an art teacher, so— she, in public schools and my dad was an assistant superintendent in schools, So, um, public service was, was part of my upbringing. My, my grandparents were worked at a college, so he was a professor. So really, um, and so, yeah, I've, I've been surrounded with people that wanted to share their talents with others. I loved government growing up the whole how a bill becomes a law stuff. (laughs) And, um, and really enjoyed that. So political science seemed very natural going into school. You know, I, I thought about law school at some point. But right. um, but yeah, I sort of fell into this career. And, and it's it's been good for me. And it's always changing, always relevant to all of our customers. And that we have to do business with everyone. We get to do business with everyone. Right, right, right. So um, it's it's been a good time. And then what,
1: what is Christina doing when uh, she's not running the DMV and, you know, walking the halls of the state legislature? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sounds so regal. Yes. Um, I have two children. So I have a son, Kyle. He's 24. He's um, graduated from college. He's working. And then I have a daughter, Anna. She... Just turned 21, and she actually goes to Augustana College where my husband and I graduated from. Um, She runs cross country and track, so, and she's looking into mechanical engineering and um, computer science. So, yeah. And my husband and I, we love to travel. Mm -hmm. Um, My husband is a lieutenant with the um, UW-Madison Police, hmm. and so um, his assignment as lieutenant right now is special event um, coordination, so making sure all the football games are staffed and wow. um, the big events that they're holding on campus, which is very busy for him, but a, a lot of fun yeah. in the ways that and he gets to Those games do.
1: are huge. I mean, how many, you know, the city gets
0: taken over? It does get taken over. It's a sea of red out there, but... Um, you're quizzing me on how many people the, <laughs> I don't know how many people are in the stadium, but I know from a staffing perspective, he's usually lining up at least, you know, 110 people in different capacities yeah. to make sure everything goes smoothly. Do you go to the games much? I let him handle that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you want to stay at home, keep it on the yeah. TV in the
0: background? Yeah, yeah, I do. So, um, it's, it, it's a long day for him, but oh, but yeah, he enjoys that. He actually worked at the Department of Transportation for a while and made a career change to going to law enforcement mm-hmm. later in life. And so he's... He's been there for I think 7 years now, but yeah, he came to law enforcement later but really enjoys it. yeah.
1: Yeah. And I'm sure I've given you yet another understanding and appreciation to the nexus and the partnership between, you know, the two the two communities that we work in every day.
0: Yes. I mean, he's worked third shift, second shift. He's, you know, Pulled over a lot of drunk drivers. Mm. He, um, you know, the importance of having those records, knowing who you're pulling over, you know, license plates, and if it's registered to correct vehicle, and temporary plates, and making sure those are connected. So. Um, Has he ever come home with the crazy stories and says, this is, you know, you guys have to figure
1: out this license plate thing because this is what we dealt with tonight.
0: Um, I do get a lot of questions, <laughs> yeah, email during the day. This came up at briefing. <laughs> they, they want me to ask you this. so um, But it, it's nice to be able to, to talk about that yeah, too. Yeah.
1: Now you mentioned, you know, you came on board uh, the DMV 2006. When do you remember your first AMVA event?
0: I do remember my first AMVA event. It was a Region 1 Conference, A Region
1: One Conference. Yes, that's interesting
0: because I came in in it was it was May of two thousand seven, mm-hmm. and at that point, Region Three didn't have anything coming up, yep. and my administrator at the time, Lynn Judd, mm-hmm. who many people may remi- um, remember, Absolutely. she's like. I need to get you out into the community, I need you to meet the vendors, you know, you're, you're new to DMV, mm. this is coming up, why don't we find a way to get you there? And I'm like, okay, great. I know no one. But um, <laughs> it's, it's so fun to think back on that, that many of the people that I met at that meeting are still involved mm. in ANVA, And um, some may be married and have different names now. But, right. um, right. but yeah, really still connected with that. And, it was very eye-opening um, how connected people were, and you know, it wasn't just handshakes; it was mm-hmm. it was hugs, and you yeah, know, yeah. we're all in this together. And um, my awe for that community has not wavered since. So.
1: Yeah. And how is that? How has going to the events over the years? How do you think that has shaped how you do your job in Wisconsin? And then, you know, how does that bring the the lens as
0: coming in as chair? Well, I, we all need to get out of our own space. Mm-hmm. And um, what we can learn from others is is so important. When I think about going to those events and really encouraging staff in Wisconsin to get involved on, whether it's steering committees or subcommittees or all of those things, um, never has someone come back and said, that was a waste of my time. So I, I think being able to dig in on those topics and especially knowing that there's resources out there to call – as we've gone through state to state, I know some of our local experts have reached out to other states and our IT has reached out and we've been a resource for others. And so as we're kind of, we have these shared goals, we're implementing these systems, having those connections has been so important. And mm-hmm. it's always helpful to know that you are not the only one going through something. Right, so of course, of course, Missouri loves company and <laughs> um, it just, yeah, it's helpful to know that there's a, a family of people out there to help. Great. Good. Well, Christina, thanks for chatting for a little while. We're
1: excited for your year as chair, excited for uh, what you want to bring and maybe change or do or, or enhance. Um, and I think it's also never too early, probably for people to mark their calendar. I know we just got home from Baltimore. But you know, a year, as we know, goes pretty quickly. So what do we have to look forward to in about a year from now?
0: So Madison, in the last week of September, 2023, I hope people are marking their calendars. Yeah. Very excited to to welcome people to Madison. We're going to be right there on the lake at the Monona Terrace Convention Center. Um, we're one block off the Capitol. I think um, people will see that Wisconsin has a, yeah. a lot to offer. And that convention center was designed it was designed by Frank Lloyd Wright yeah. and in fact as cool. I moved to Wisconsin in 1995 they were just finishing that convention center and so all these years later it's exciting to to be there um, and to be welcoming people to admire what there is there
1: yeah I, when I uh, came out uh, for the folks listening I, we went out to visit with Christina to check out where we were going to hold the event and such it was my first time in Madison absolutely blown away uh, did not expect to find it that cool and that fun and that welcoming. Um, Not that I had negative things to think about. My only experience in Wisconsin was really Milwaukee previously. Yeah. Uh, So it was pretty cool. Yeah. I'm excited about it.
0: Yeah. So planning is underway. We're already thinking about great things. Um, Chrissy has had a fantastic conference. Mm So she gave me lots of great ideas going into the next year. Um, But again, tough act to follow. But I'm sure we'll find other local fun that we can take part in.
1: And, you know, people are already a little bit worried. Late September in Madison, is that already winter? We're not ice fishing yet. No, (laughs) we're not.
0: It will be beautiful. It will be great. And um, people will... This won't be their last trip to Madison, I'm sure. They'll come to this, and they'll want to return.
1: Do we know yet if there's a one of these football games that your husband will be working at the weekend before or after we're I here? don't know if out that out schedule yet? is set yet, yeah. but we
0: are definitely keeping close tabs on what will be going on in town. Right. And, and you know, Lambeau Field is just two and a half hours away. So, yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. it's certainly another option that yeah. time of year. Absolutely. Where
1: it seems to always be snowing year-round <laughs>
0: It's a frozen tundra. Yes.
1: Well, thanks, Christina. Appreciate it. I'm sure as chair, well, I know as chair, we'll have you back many times throughout the year to update our community on what the board's been up to and uh, other exciting adventures of you and the board and the community. So we'll look forward to seeing you back here next time. Maybe you'll even uh, try to catch up uh, with Chrissy, who holds the current record for AmvaCast appearances.
0: That's great, yes. I look forward to it. and you know, I want people to know that I'm here to listen. So if anything, they've got questions about Anva. Um, yeah, looking forward to talking with everyone. Yeah.
1: And I actually, I can't emphasize that enough. As you see Christine at these events, um, you know, she's humble and extraordinarily approachable. So um, do not uh, don't hesitate to go up, introduce yourself. And uh, tell her how much you love the Amvacast. Oh, and other things, <laughs> and other things as well. <laughs> right. Thanks, Ian. Thanks, Christina. Thank you all for listening this week. Thanks to our producers, Claire, Ch- Claire Jeffrey, and Chelsea Hadwin. Till next week, everyone. Stay well.
0: Thank you for joining us for Amvacast. hosted by Ian Grossman, produced by Claire Jeffrey and Chelsea Hadwin. Music by Gibson Arthur. This episode was brought to you by Get Mobile ID by Get Group North America. Visit us at amvacast.podbean.com and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify.